Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. We exist to equip pastors and leaders in the local church to transcend beyond current culture, to see government through the lens of the gospel, and engage as modeled in the scriptures. I am Leo Lazzarini. And I'm Greg Baker. Thank you for joining us for one more episode of the Shepherd King Podcast. As you know, we're going through a series of episodes on the overarching topics that our culture is most talking about. And our goal is to shine some biblical principles on those topics as a way to encourage us to engage in conversations, but also give us some principles and foundation and equip us to engage those conversations as well, including conversations with our governing authorities. And today, we are excited to talk about the human value. Greg, how would you like to start our episode? What is human value? What is the importance of understanding the human value in society? I think the biggest place to start before we even get into our principles, Leo, is value is gonna is given to you by something or someone. Mm-hmm. So I have a good friend that just got a Tesla car. Mm-hmm. Tesla's a little more expensive today because the consumer has determined that the Tesla has great value, Mm. so they're willing to pay more Mm -hmm. for it. Gold is high value, not only because it's rare, but because we as people greatly desire it. Mm -hmm. But what we know about people, things that we attach value to change. Mm. So one brand's popular today, and it's able to charge top dollar, or a brand's not necessarily popular in the future. Mm -hmm. Or when you have a five-year-old like I do, it might last for two weeks in popularity. Mm -hmm. So for the first two weeks, that toy has incredible value, but then three weeks later has no value. Mm. So why, why am I starting like this? Human value, if left to people, will significantly alter and go up and down throughout time. Hmm. And we will also determine who has value and who doesn't. Right. So we might say upper class has greater value. In the original U.S. Constitution, only landowners could vote. So if you did not have land, you had lesser value. Hmm. And in the original U.S. Constitution, women could not vote. Hmm. They had lesser value. Mm-hmm. So we think about we do not want people ultimately be in charge of who has value as a person and who does not. The ultimate assigner of human value is people's creator. Hmm. And Jesus Christ is the one that ultimately illustrates to us just how valuable people are. Hmm. So the Son of Man did not come to die for the righteous, but he came to die for the sinners. He came for the sick. We were all once enemies of God, Mm -hmm. and he chose to die for us. Mm -hmm. God displays his incredible value through people, for people, Mm -hmm. through the cross. Mm -hmm. And it's through the cross as Christians that we should see all people very differently. Because if they are worthy for the creator to die for, Mm -hmm. they have value. Mm. That's great, Greg. Thank you for sharing that. Greg, I noticed that when you're giving capital tours to people at the capital, you often connect the human value to the capital. Can you explain a little bit more on that? 
Yeah, so obviously we're, we don't desire to get an Iowa audience here. We want a, an international audience, really, because mm-hmm. God's Word's relevant to everyone, and we're thankful for all of our international listeners on this podcast. But you and I are from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Well, you're originally from Brazil, and I'm originally from Nebraska, but we're from Iowa now, right? Mm-hmm. And Iowa State Capitol Building is dedicated to abolitionists. Mm-hmm. And you walk throughout the Capitol, you'll see many different ways that that's highlighted. And you look at Iowa's history. Iowa sent the most troops per capita in the Civil War to the Union. Mm-hmm. And Iowa also had the most homes in the Underground Railroad per capita. Mm. And there is a, a significant understanding then by largely Quakers and Methodists mm-hmm. that people born in Africa had an equal value to people born in Europe. And because of this, the Atlantic slave trade was wrong. Mm. And the Atlantic slave trade would result in American slavery, but not only American slavery, but slavery throughout the old European colonies. Mm-hmm. And this church, these churches would become huge advocates against it, forming an abolition movement. And when we decided to build our Capitol building in Iowa, there's a lot of things that we could have built it around. Mm-hmm. We decided to highlight these individuals. And it's a reminder to us to learn from our history, to look to God ultimately and who has value. And that's what those abolitionists did. That's why the Methodist Church and the Quaker Church were the leaders of it. Mm -hmm. They took their standards from God. And when they took their standards from God, it challenged the institution that America had built Mm. and clearly displayed it as unrighteous. And that should be our challenge throughout human history. There will always be many things, not just one thing, but many things going through our community that devalues people. Mm-hmm. And we must, like those who have gone before us, look to God mm-hmm. to get that value. And we dedicate our whole building to that. And I think what a great conversation to have with those who serve there, as the building itself is a testament to it. Mm. That's so good, Greg. Greg, as we get into the principles of human value, where would you like to start? What is a principle that we should carry with us as we think about the human value, as as you said, as we look to God to know what the value of a human being you know, is and not really look into our instincts and even our history? What are, what are some values that you'd, you'd um, that, that would be helpful for us to keep as a foundation? So it begins with life. Mm-hmm. God is the author and giver of life, and he alone gets to determine when it begins. And when it ends, Mm. that is not our place as people. And you see these beautiful testimonies of this through the scripture. For it was you who created my inward parts, and you knit me together in my mother's womb. Mm -hmm. I'll praise you because I have remarkably and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. That's from Psalm 139. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. Jeremiah 1. Mm -hmm. There's this incredible interaction with God, with humans, Mm -hmm. even before they're in the womb. Right. God is the author of life, Mm -hmm. and life rests with him. 
And that is why you will see throughout the scriptures, God punishes anyone that devalues life Mm -hmm. because ultimately it devalues people. Mm -hmm. God valued people and he created them and gave them life. Mm. And he holds it in his hands. Hmm. That's very good, Greg. Greg, as um, we think about God as the author of life, something that he has given to us, how can, what is the commandment that we have from him in regards to that gift that he has given us? How can we be good and righteous towards of life? Or well, one of the things he asks us to do, and this ultimately reflects our human heart and how we see others. He commands us to defend the cause of the voiceless. Mm-hmm. And the scriptures there is a, a long list of voiceless. Like he says, the Lord yeah. watches over the alien and sustains the fatherless, the widow, and frustrates the ways of the wicked. Right. I think of today, single moms, um, people who've made mistakes that the culture looks down on. A foreigner that moves in that doesn't know the language, that is trying their best just to navigate the the poor, mm-hmm. There's so, the people that have mental illness. Right. There's so many things that we as people, we will act different towards them. Mm. And I, I've been guilty of this in my own life. It's easier to give time. I think time is one that great things really illustrates in my heart. Who do I give time to? Well, people that are easy to talk to mm-hmm. and people that don't overwhelm me. Mm-hmm. And that'll often end up being my close friend group. Um, people that are more difficult to talk to, maybe socially awkward, have some mental challenges. Um, mm-hmm. I'm almost powering through the relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's not honoring to God. That's not, that's not valuing life. Mm-hmm. And he calls us not only to value them, but to be a voice for individuals to mm-hmm. stand up and speak for them mm-hmm. when they cannot speak. And that could be the unborn child in the womb mm-hmm. to, to the, your neighbor next door, uh, to the elderly citizen towards the end of their life where we start questioning, does it have value anymore? Because maybe they're not healthy. Mm-hmm. Health is not associated to human value. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness it doesn't because if we look at our spiritual health, we as people are extremely sick. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, God did not assign our value to our spiritual health. Mm-hmm. So why should we assign it to our physical health? Mm-hmm. So we need to defend the cause of the voiceless. That is our true revelation of our heart and how we see people. It also reveals God's heart because he is the father to the fatherless. He mm-hmm. is the voice to the voiceless. And Jesus really showed us that when he was here. Mm-hmm. Amen, Greg. There's so many ways we can practically obey the Lord in this command of being a voice to the voiceless. Greg, also, when God gives us life, He desires for us to flourish. He desires for us to grow in that life and experience life in abundance. Can you speak a little bit about that? Yeah, so... John 10.10 says, A thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have comes and may have life and have it in abundance. Mm -hmm. Well, it first starts with being born again. He wanted to bring us back to spiritual life. He wanted to bring us back into relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Jesus is telling us and teaching us and showing us 
that true life comes through relationship with our creator. Mm -hmm. And he restored that for us. And there's many things that we can seek life in that will always never satisfy us. Whether that be wealth, whether that even be health, whether that be a life of comfort. I think one of the greatest things that traps a lot of us is this desperate pursuit for constant comfort. Mm -hmm. Because we think life is found there. Like I even, I confuse comfort with Sabbath all the time. Mm -hmm. I think if I binge watch a TV show that that's going to somehow bring me rest, but it never does. My soul is just as troubled as it was before. If anything, I just push the pause button for a little bit. And then Mm -hmm. as soon as I'm done with my binge watching, I push play again. Mm -hmm. And we're just constantly pursuing these things. What God is teaching us is life is found in Him, Mm -hmm. not our circumstances. Mm -hmm. And when we make that pivot, it allows us to go through not only the good times, but also allows us to live our life abundantly in the hard times. And every one of us experience hard times, some way more extreme than others, but every person goes through trials. Every person has a backstory. And God says all these things can be found in abundance through him. He is the water that will never make you drink again. He's the food that forever keeps you satisfied. Mm -hmm. And he wants you to experience him and live your life abundantly in all seasons, Mm -hmm. from birth to death and to our transition to glory. Mm -hmm. Amen, Greg. It's incredible how a relationship with God can gives us a satisfaction that our soul needs, regardless of the circumstances around us. This is something that only God can do. Greg, for our next principle, what else can we have as a foundation as we think about the value of the human life? This next principle takes us right back to where we started. Every person has value, Mm -hmm. simply because God says they have value. Right. And that will always be true. It was true from the beginning with Adam and Eve, and it'll be true all the way to Christ's return. Every person has value. And what is also always true is people will forever want to divide others into different categories than anything you can imagine under the sun Mm. and create a hierarchy system. There is no hierarchy system with God. Every person has value value. Mm -hmm. And he has displayed this in every single promise because he has been making himself known clear back to Eve when he said that there will be a day that a descendant of yours crushes the head of the snake. The gift of salvation has been for all people. Mm -hmm. Israel was a carry of a seed of a promise that would be available to all mankind. Abraham wasn't a father of a nation, but a father of many nations. It says in 2 Peter that the reason why God has not returned and he has delayed judgment is he desires all people to be saved. Mm -hmm. God loves those he created. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we have not always loved our creator Mm -hmm. and we have gone astray. Mm -hmm. But God says, I will leave the 99 for the sake of the one. I will go after those who are astray. And I provided all people a pathway to me. There is a door. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like, oh God, you're so cruel. You only provide one door. God is not cruel. He's so loving that he provided a door for us. Mm -hmm. And that door is Jesus Christ. When Jesus died on that cross, he took the sin of all people Mm -hmm. and he paid for it so that you didn't have to. Mm -hmm. And that door, he then three days later beat death and rose into heaven and said, all 
who put their faith in me can come here. Mm -hmm. And we think about where the church started in Jerusalem thousands of years ago and where it is today. Mm -hmm. How many different ethnicities and people that have come to the kingdom and still to this day, Mm -hmm. God's kingdom is a growing kingdom reaching into the deepest tribes and mountains and nations that you and I have never even heard of. Mm -hmm. Because God is working to reach all people, and he'll do it in spite of our efforts. He is on a mission of redemption. That's very good, Greg. That's true. We see God's overarching uh, plan to rescue his creation, to redeem his people and creation uh, back to him, back to what he designed everything and everyone to be. And the same way that God cares about every single life, can you speak on how God cares about every aspect of life as well? Yes, this is um, our next principle. Every aspect of, and part of our life matters. Right. And we, we talked about this a little bit ago. That includes the good times and the bad times. Mm-hmm. But also includes every stage of life. There's only so much a little baby is able to do. Right. And what's fascinating about our life is we start with little skills and we grow and we add skills, but as we get older, we begin to lose some of those skills. Right. And each of those things and each of those stages is beautiful. A parent originally cares for the child, but the child will eventually care for the parent. Mm-hmm. All stages matter. And this is not new to our human culture today. This has been a problem in human culture since we were created. Mm-hmm. We will seek to devalue a stage of life. Mm-hmm. Culturally today, we are devaluing the life of the womb. Mm-hmm. We said that stage of life does not have value. Mm-hmm. So much so that you have the freedom to end life in that stage. And there are states and countries today in the world that also practice euthanasia, where we say the later part of our lives no longer has value because a disease or something has happened to us, a circumstance that now your life has lesser significance, so you have permission to end it. Mm. Where the scriptures time and time again make it clear that not only does every life matter, every stage of that life matters. God is the God of all life and all stages of life. Mm-hmm. That's very good, Greg. And that leads us to our last principle, which is every person's days are numbered. So we must make the most of our time. Can you explain a little bit more what that means in light of what you just what you just explained? One of the most challenging scriptures for me is from Ephesians. It says, "Pay careful attention then to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time because the days are evil." Mm-hmm. And Moses wrote in the Psalms, "So teach us to number our days, O Lord." So we may gain a heart of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Our time here is limited. And the older we get, the quicker we know life goes. And how short a year can so quickly become. Mm-hmm. And we must not be a people that lets a day go for granted. We must be a people that not only lives for today, but lives for tomorrow. And make sure that our life is used to have the greatest impact. And the greatest way we can do that is by serving the Lord. Through the service of the Lord, we will have more impact on our neighbors. 
We'll have more impact in our communities, our families, ourselves. And making sure that there's not days where it's okay to excuse. And I think in youth, it's very easy to squander your youth. Mm-hmm. I think culturally today, we, we let you take a time out from life and do whatever you please in college. That's extended deeper into our 20s now where we say that life doesn't need to be taken seriously into the 30s. And it's like the Lord wants you to use every day to make it count. Right. There is no timeouts. There is no free time to squander. Mm-hmm. Make every season count. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that is by pursuing the Lord wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so good, Greg. And as we think about all these principles, something that is highlighted is the, the theme of us being made in God's image. And as we become a voice to the voiceless, as we defend the um, people uh, because of their value, as we protect life, as we celebrate life, all of that ultimately brings glory to Him as we acknowledge that we're made in His image. Can you share a little bit more about that? So ultimately, human value is found because God gives us value. And why is that? He made us in His image. Right. That's where He ultimately displays our value in us, mm-hmm. is He created us in His image, set us apart of all creation. And he even gave us authority to rule over creation, to mm. give mankind dominion, not mm. the animals. Right. That's so good. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode on human value. Uh, our heart and desire is that we can be an encouragement to you as you think about all those issues that people are wrestling with in our communities, in our church, and perhaps in our dinner table with your kids. We want to be an encouragement. We want to be a good resource and just helpful for you. So thank you for joining us, and we are excited to have you join us again. The Shepherd King Podcast is brought to you by the Church Ambassador Network, a ministry of the Family Leader Foundation that inspires the church to engage government for the advance of God's kingdom. For more information about the Church Ambassador Network, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, thefamilyleader.com backslash church.